Jez was spending the school holidays at his Uncle Jack's cottage in Cornwall. He and Auntie May lived right by the sea, not far from Cape Cornwall, which is the most westerly point of England. The cottage was near the edge of the cliff and looked right out to sea. He could always see it. Sometimes the waves were so high that they towered right up to the top of the cliff, and sometimes they were so calm that the sea stretched out to the horizon like a sheet of gleaming silk. Jez could always hear the sea, day and night, when he was in the cottage. Even though the granite walls were four feet thick, he could hear it. And every morning he woke to the sound of gulls, heckling each other or pouring out their sobbing cries. One night, when Jez was in bed, a hectic storm blew up. The wind was so violent that it made the windows rattle like loose bones and the rain scratched and hissed against the panes as if a wild animal was out there, desperate to fight its way in. Jez pulled the covers up over his head, but still he could hear it. The wind tore and wrenched against the cottage as though it would pull it up by its roots and toss it over the cliff into the waves of the Atlantic Ocean. There would be nowhere for it to touch land again until it reached America. And through all the roaring, the spattering and howling, he could hear a voice, low and moaning, a voice of utter despair, and it seemed to be the voice of a child. He clambered out of bed and ran to the window, sure that the child would be standing just outside the cottage, wet to his very bones, and with his hair streaming like seaweed around him, desperate to be let in to be warm and dry and safe. But there was nothing to see out there, only blackness. Black sky, black rocks, black sea. Yet, as he watched, he felt sure he could see a light, hiding and winking as if the moon had fallen into the sea and was being flung this way and that by the waves. It seemed to be behind the craggy rocks that were known as the Brissons. It must be a fishing boat, he thought. The fishermen must be having a very bad time of it in this storm. Jez tried to open his window, but the squall of rain flung itself in at him as though the sea itself was breaking through, and he had to struggle to shut it again without it slamming and breaking. He climbed back into his bed, and still he heard the voice, moaning, moaning. He daren't close his eyes, he daren't move in his bed, but lay there rigid, listening with every bit of himself to the voices of the wind, the rain, the sea, and a lost child. But he must have gone to sleep eventually. When he woke up, the sea was still and blue. The day was calm and newly washed. Auntie May had gone into Penzance on the early bus to spend a couple of days with her sister, so only Uncle Jack was in the cottage, tuning his violin.